Welcome to Nocturnal Emotions, everybody. I'm taking you on a flight of fancy into the night. Oh, it feels so right. Yes, I'm still having long-form conversations with friends of mine who do awesome things. Uh, we get into embarrassing stories. We, uh, we go from, from there to wherever we feel like. That's the delicious feeling in our podcast, Eclair. Uh, it's been a, a wild week traveling around. Uh, I'm back in New York from LA now. Uh, just chilling. It's a nice, rainy, drizzly week in the 40s or 50s. I can handle that. Winter's not so rough, everybody. It's the best. Uh, I'm getting ready to go on the Coachella cruise to the Bahamas this weekend. That should be insane. We'll see, uh, see if I make it back alive. Uh, it's gonna be really fun. Pulp and James Murphy and Hot Chip and the Black Lips and Warpaint and so many more are going to be there. Uh, adventures on the high seas. I can't wait. can't wait to see what this all becomes. What kind of melee of weirdness we get into. Uh, other than that, just chugging along, finishing up bits of my record, getting it ready for you to consume in March. Early next year, everybody, it's happening. Finally. Can't wait to get back out on the road. So excited. Uh, this week, I have a very special guest, Mr. David Yao, uh, singer of the legendary band Scratch Acid, Jesus Lizard, Quee, to name a few. Uh, he came by the, uh, the Earwolf Studios, and uh, we had a great chat. Uh, I can't wait for you to hear it, everybody. David Yao. The legend, the maniac, the man who loves to take off his clothes as much as I do. Without further ado, check it out, everybody. Me and David Yao getting nocturnal and emotional. No, oh, no, you're giving me the lips right away. I like that. Welcome to, <laughs> welcome to uh, beautiful Earwolf Studios in Los Angeles, David. Uh, how, how are you doing today? I'm good, Sean. Thank you for having me here in the well, this room that you've never been in. Yeah, you know, this is the studio I haven't been in yet. Uh, I'm glad to break it in with you. It's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's been going on, man? I haven't seen you since I moved to New York, which it's I know been, you're upset about. It it's, well, yeah, I, I wish you hadn't done that, but it's your life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what's been going on. Um, I've been taking acting classes and trying to become a real actor. Yeah, yeah. And I started a little website called yeah. GetFaced.net. And that's for, is that for your artwork? Sort is of. It? Yeah, it's like you send a picture of you or your girlfriend or your dog or your ferret or whatever, and then I do sort of a reinterpretation of it and print it and send it back to you after you give me some money oh no that's that's yeah. awesome what, what what kind of manipulations do you do are they offensive um <laughs> sometimes they no no generally they're not okay. but it is the the purchaser does not get any say in it so you know if they don't like it i'm sorry yeah but <clears throat> it's pretty much just i do a line drawing of whatever the picture is and then um color it in with photographic textures Whoa! Okay, like, like I've a, seen some of those that you've done before, right? Yeah, like, he's like the one with Paul with the orange hair. And yeah, like a clown. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> um, so how's that been going? You getting some some sweet clients coming? It's in? good. It's good. <laughs> There's been a variety of folks. Uh, they seem to be happy. They, it, it's 
it's kind of heartwarming some of the things they say when they get them like oh my god you've outdone yourself blah 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 yeah and uh, that makes you feel good and so um and now for christmas i'm having a 10 percent off sale yeah yeah my manager's gone out of town and i've lost my mind <laughs> <laughs> getface.net exactly you got the elves working on it uh-huh. you have any, um, <laughs> any any mythology around it any um, sort of uh david yao santa claus sort of things going on well, I do it in the basement in my sort of studio, so <clears throat> I oftentimes don't wear trousers while I'm working. <laughs> Porky so pig in it, you know. You, you no, just no underwear either? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that would be a silly. That's how Porky Pig rolls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oink. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to like the acting thing. Uh, have you? So you've been taking classes, you're getting more serious about about being a weirdo in film. I think guys like us are necessary... Uh, in in Hollywood, just because we look so weird, we're like the guys who will be the perfect character, grossies that come in and yeah. just, you know what I mean. They need us. Yeah, I know. Well, I I hope they do. I, I wish they would. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, have you been doing? Have you have you been doing any work? Or are you just waiting to bust out? I've done a fair amount of really really low budget things, and there's a very cool project we're working on now um, called High and Outside, and. Uh, it stars Jeff Lewis, who's an old guy who, uh, he was like an old pal with um, Clint Eastwood. Okay. Clint Eastwood used to have him in a bunch of his movies. And so he plays a, um, a aging um, retired baseball star, and his son is a mid-30s uh, baseball player who uh, is having some troubles in his life and starts making some bad decisions. And I play the um, the old man's nurse. Yeah. And he and his son and I don't get along, and it's it's pretty cool that he beats me up and stuff like that. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. You get to you get to play the pathetic a little bit. Um. Or are you is it more? It's not it's not very pathetic. It's a very very uh, depressing movie. It's the kind of thing where it sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> like originally the director Evald had done a, a sort of lighthearted comedy, romantic comedy kind of thing before. And so I thought that this was going to be sort of funny, and it's not. It's the kind of thing where I'm hoping that when people leave the theater that they're dragging their heels and they don't talk about it on the way home, you know? It's like, God, life sucks, yeah. man. That movie brought me down. I'm, so, I'm into those kind of movies. Absolutely. We're kind of like the conversation killer in the car. You're just like, let's not yeah. talk or let's not discuss. You know, remember when, um, when Eyes Wide Shot came out, um, the Melvins were in town. I lived outside of Chicago, and they stayed, stayed in my house. And uh, I don't remember how many of us, there was like eight people in the van. We went to see Eyes Wide Shut. And then on the 20-minute drive home, nobody said a word. You know, <laughs> it was so weird because... That's like powerful. That's like yeah, a, you, you know, know I mean? you always yammer after movies, you know, about, oh, that hated that part, or that was great when she had her tits out, or whatever, <laughs> <Yeah>. you know. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, just kills Nothing. it. Nothing. It was N- Not silent. a thing. Yeah. And you guys haven't talked since. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that movie. <laughs> Maybe all the sound was absorbed into Buzz's hair. That could have been the thing. Everybody was screaming <laughs> yeah. at the top of their lungs, but nobody could hear it. It just looked like, he just said O's for the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, I've been thinking about this, I mean, and uh, I've been going to Austin a lot lately. And I know you're you're from there. Are you an, are you a native of Austin? Did you grow up in Austin, or did you end up there at some point? You know, um, I mean? my dad was a Texas boy, and he was um, he was in the Air Force, and so he asked to be stationed in 
he wanted to retire in Texas. So yeah. we moved there when I was 15. Okay. So I was uh, from 15 to 28. So, you know, I went through high school and college and virginity and... Yeah, um, perfect. All the, all the real rock. stuff, yeah. Yeah, so, so I got sort of shaped in Austin. And that's where, like, scratch acid formed yeah. and everything, you know, all, yeah. the ensuing madness. Um, what, what was it like then? Because I've, I've been going there maybe for about... 17 years you know what i mean like and i just and that was only like at south by southwest time which is already not really austin you know what i mean um and i spend a lot of time there now and it seems to have developed so much like is it what 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 was austin like when in when you know when you were 15 i want to know is it like was it more rugged was it more it was pretty there was hippie a, or? it was a lot of hippies yeah a lot of hippies and you know, as far as Texas towns go, that's it's about the only one you really want to have anything to do with. Yeah, you know? of course. Um, there's Marfa all, now, but that's... Yeah. It's what? There's Marfa now, but that's, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, or San Marcos. Well, the little tiny towns that are okay, but, you yeah. know, Dallas, Houston, San no. Antonio, yeah. I, yeah, you know. Houston's got the Rothko Museum. Uh, somebody got shot in Dallas, and there's a... <laughs> JR, JR. And the Alamo has no basement. But other than that, <laughs> Austin has good stuff. I love Austin. Yeah. Um, man, I can't, I just can't even imagine. Like, uh, you know, I mean, as awesome it is as it is now, I feel like it must have even been... I, it just, like, without any development, it must have been such a weird little hippie commune. You know what I mean? It's still kind of sprawling, though, you know? Yeah, the yeah the urban sprawl on the outside is really gross. All the chilies and outbacks and whatever, <laughs> yeah. and TGI Fridays and stuff, they're gross. But, yeah, in those old days, it was very, very exciting. I've often thought that, like, you know, kids of any generation are having a really great time, you know? Yeah. They're having a great time with whatever is popular at the time they're kids. But I swear to God... I don't think there was ever there's been anything as exciting as sort of the punk rock was, you know, at the end of the seventies and beginning eighties and stuff. Yeah, and like the big boys and Yeah, yeah. Like the dicks and the butthole surfers and all that stuff. It was crazy. Yeah. That's insane that everything came from there. I just like I I love that kind of stuff. It's yeah. one of those things that I'm like probably over mythologizing in my head because you know what I mean? Like if people would talk to me about this era of New York or Minneapolis 10 years ago you, you, I'm like these guys are. you grew up in Minneapolis yeah yeah I, mean, I kind of had the same thing as you I grew up in a smaller town an hour away and then when I was 15 I moved to Minneapolis and I stayed there until I was about 26 so the real years are definitely Minneapolis like I claim Minneapolis yeah <laughs> yeah and you know it's like uh it's uh, it's one of those things you like uh you mythologize other people's lives. When you live it, you're like, yeah, no, that, those bands were really good. That guy was kind of a dick, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we all did acid and we ran around and yeah. one guy got injured. <laughs> did you do a lot of acid back then? Uh, yeah, I did. A, I did. I, yeah. di I did for a few years, and, but it was weird. I kind of like doing acid in like high school always made me really nervous and I always wanted it to end, but I kept doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I love mushrooms, but like... But like acid, like every time I'd be like, "Yeah, that was cool for like three hours," and then like the next six hours, you'd be like, "Can we just can this stop at some point? That'd That's be fucking hilarious. great. Is it going to stop?" And then, and then now, like I stopped for like I don't know, at the age like twenty one or twenty two, when I started trying to figure out like my actual life, and uh, and uh, and then like about four or five years ago, I picked it up again. Now that there's like liquid acid, oh. kind of liquid acid is amazing. It's like uh, it's like this. Uh, 
it's there's none of that. You can like fall asleep if you want to. Really? You know what I mean? There's none of that like rat poison speed aspect. That that's what I hated about it. Like oh, your back wow. doesn't hurt. You don't feel like you have to be awake. And uh, it's just like really pure. And that's you can go forever. You can go for like twelve hours and love it, or you can just be like, nope. Shut my eyes. I'm out of here. How about that? Yeah. That's intriguing because I have. I, it's been quite some time since I did any. I'm afraid that if I took it, I wouldn't come back. Yeah, that's the, uh, that's the fear. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I'm not going to like recommend it. Kids, <laughs> I'm not saying you should do acid, but I'm weird, and so I got to stay weird. <laughs> I got to keep Harmo weird. Yeah. <laughs> Adults, you, on the other hand, will be wanting to do the liquid acid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Adults. Yeah, sorry. When you're 30, come back to it. Yeah. See if you like. Give it a shot. Do a little bit. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't go too crazy on the dropper, because yeah. that shit's really powerful. <laughs> Shoot it into your taint. <laughs> oh, my God. Just like, well, now you're giving away my secrets. <laughs> what I'm doing right now. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Stop sniffing around there. Why is my taint by your microphone? As well? <laughs> that's, uh, that's what she said. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. Um, you have a great, uh, like, your your casserole with the Brussels sprouts and cheese. Oh! It's one of my favorite potluck uh, items uh, that that ever existed. And you uh, bring it, you, you you bust it out at the holiday parties sometimes. It's true. How and did you learn? Where'd you get it? That's uh, my ex-wife. Uh, that was one of her recipes, and I think uh, it called for uh, two cans of cheese whiz. Hell yeah! Is, or that's it, a good start. To is anything. it whiz or whiz? I think it's I think it's whiz. It's whiz maybe in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's pretty. Na- it's kind of nasty, and I think a, a you know a bag of Lipton's onion soup mix. That's and, genius. Yeah, and then just Brussels sprouts. Yeah, just bake it in. Yeah, and just cook them until they're gooey That's and mushy. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like uh, queso plus. <laughs> it, it is with Brussels sprouts. <laughs> oh man, uh, so I'm trying to think. So. Uh, on the show, we kind of focus on embarrassing moments and uh, and things in your past that, that that are fun to riff on, and maybe like a stories that you'd like to tell that we can we can go into. Do you do you have anything on the top of your head that you'd well, like to? I was like talking. Confess. I was talking to my girlfriend Ellen earlier, and I. <sighs> You're hard to embarrass. I feel like uh, that's the problem. <laughs> I'm I don't I'm not easily embarrassed, but there is a a pretty good story that has a couple sort of embarrassing things. Okay, good. And like when I was younger, I used to be into. Like hanging off tall buildings and stuff, just yeah. sort of really stupid, dangerous stuff. Yeah. And we were in New York, I think, with the band, and there's a there's that little uh, tugboat that uh, that they had, they pulled out from Virginia or something. It's called a frying pan. Oh I think yeah, it's still there. Dude, there's one in New York. It might be the same one. It is. Yeah. 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 And uh, we were playing. We That's were going to be playing on that. There was, there was there was I think it had something to do with the CMJ or something like that. Yeah. And uh, it was sponsored by Jägermeister, which I'm not a fan of, but it was free, so I had a lot of it. <laughs> I drink a lot of it. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, this dear friend of mine from Germany shows up, and I didn't know he was going to be there, and I was so excited. I jumped off the boat, but I was intended to hang on to the oh. the railing, but I lost my grip and fell into the Hudson. Oh, gross. That is disgusting yeah, <laughs> so and that, embarrassing. That was kind of and you have to be rescued by yeah. a bunch of like No, no, hot I swam women. around the boat to the <laughs> other side and climbed up the the rocks and there was our van and our um drummer was leaning out of it throwing up and uh, he got so sick from Jägermeister that we didn't play that night. Oh, shit. So then um it's kind of, it's a long story. I'll no, try let's go. Keep you keep going. No. Okay, so then uh we were at we went to Max Fish, I think. 
that's closed Classic. now. No, it's still there. It is. Yeah, great. Yeah. Yes, great. They, they kept it going. Great. There was a fear of it closing down for a while, and then, then oh, somebody that's, that's came great in news. at the ninth hour, 11th, whatever visit. hour that is we'll, that people we'll close, come in. I'll close yeah. it down. Um, so I was there, where, was there with my old, old buddy Jim Thurwell, who's a, yeah. a swell fellow who lives in Brooklyn, and we were driving along in the car, and there was some guy in the car made some wise-ass comment, and I sort of started in on him, and my buddy said, hey, you don't... David, don't, don't uh, you know, get started with this guy. And I said, why? What's the problem? And he said, that's, that's Michael Jira from the Swans. And I went, okay. <laughs> and so we went over to Jim's place, and Jim introduced me and uh, Michael Jira. And he goes, uh, he said to Michael, um, you know, David used to be in uh, Scratch Acid, now he's in the Jesus Wizard. And uh, so Michael goes, oh, you're a rock and roller. You like rock and roll <laughs> oh, music, man. huh? You like rock and roll. Oh, no. Giving you the business. Yeah. And so, <laughs> exactly, completely giving me the business. Like, really takes himself far too seriously kind of thing. Yeah. And so we were in the kitchen, and I said, um, do you think your lyrics are funny? And he got really pissed oh, off oh, and he said, God. no. And I said, R you think, here is your money, put your ass in the air. That's not funny. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And I was leaning against the refrigerator and all of a sudden he had his tongue in my mouth. Oh, whoa. So I bit the fuck out of his tongue. <laughs> and he's like crying to Thurwell, like going, hey, he bit my tongue, he bit my tongue. And he was spitting blood on the floor. Oh God. Wow, that hard. Yeah. And so then <coughs> we continued drinking. And <clears throat> somehow the next morning I woke up somewhere in Brooklyn in a freight elevator. Oh, my God. Like a really big one with the, that does have in the ceiling so you can see the elevator shaft. actual freight. Yeah. And I woke up. In this freight elevator, unable to get out of it, I'd wet my pants, and oh, uh, I just started screaming. The only time in my life I've had to just stand there and scream, help! Oh, my God. Help! And a, little, a while later, this guy stuck his head out, you know, f so many floors up, and he looked up, he looked down, and he said, um, you know, you're lucky I came by. I don't usually come here on Sundays. Whoa. You would have been here until tomorrow. But So anyway, he, he let me out, and I had to go to this fashion show. <laughs> I was supposed to be involved with this fashion the show. The wet look. The wet look. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and I thought, okay, well, I'll just go anyway. <laughs> you know, I know I look like you shit. You changed? Uh, yeah. oh I didn't my change. God. And, um, yeah, and it was, it was kind of uh, a little embarrassing, but I don't think anybody really knew exactly. Well, grunge well, was in, maybe, so they're yeah, like, this guy's yeah. the real deal. Yeah, it was, I was filthy and stinky <laughs> and... You know, David is wearing wet Levi's <laughs> and a torn shirt. You know? <laughs> he has that lost in an elevator elevator shaft. <laughs> yeah, chic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the frying pan, man. That place I played there a few years ago, more, maybe like five. You know that thing's like sunk a bunch of times. Yeah. Well, You're I like, think when we played on it, they had just they just pulled it up from a bay. I think outside of Roanoke or something. Yeah. Like that. I like. It keeps sinking. They keep bringing it back to New York. They keep like having shows on there, and now it's like, like it's all rusted out. I played on the inside part. They're yeah. like, it's it's all like rusty, and there's like, it's like industrial in there and weird, and like uh, it looks like a complete like Alice in Chains video or something yeah, like yeah. that. Where you're like, what the fuck? Um, but that place is. Uh, I love. I love when sh like events happen on that boat. It's just. Yeah. Like, I'm glad to like. I. I feel like it's. A, it's kind of a historical. It place. is, yeah. And you just don't hear about that much happening there anymore. I, I figured, I figured <laughs> that you were going to be hip to the frying pan. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, man, I, I'm trying to think. I, I, 
Uh, yeah, it's like it's hard to embarrass you because like like I think I think the first time I saw you I was like 16 and you were at First Avenue full on Jesus lizarding uh Pulling your dick out, crowd oh, surfing on the children. Um, I, how did you get like arrested ever? Did you? Did, were there any like weird legal things that happened? I mean, I've gotten arrested on stage. You, you on stage? <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, but, uh, but I mean, not like not, my shit's not even that epic. What were you arrested for? What was the uh, it was for uh, public lewdness? I told a kid to eat my pussy. And then the cops, like, it was You arrested for saying, eat my pussy? Yeah, I grabbed my crotch, and that's what they actually got me for. That was the lewd part. Um, that was in Oklahoma, so that's like, you know what I mean? That's, that's those Holy dudes there. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever get taken down? Did you ever get. Well, I got arrested after a show. Yeah. We played uh, 95, we played the Lollapalooza uh, ordeal. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, we were in Indianapolis, I think. No. And, um,. Was it Indianapolis? I don't remember. It's okay. Cleveland in Indianapolis. Somewhere. somewhere. Midwest. Yeah. You're in the Midwest. Uh, um, yeah. And, uh, oh, well, yeah. Well, it was um, where the Maplethorpe shit went down. Was that Indianapolis? Oh, I actually don't know. Anyway, I was sort of complaining about that and dropped trowel and, and was, you know, whatever. And our roadie came running on the stage and she said, like, hey, the cops are here. And they said, if you, you know take your pants off again they're gonna arrest you and I said okay I, I won't do it again and then after the show they came back and arrested me oh so that you got a warning and then they just decided they yeah. just like did they like boil up apparently like, the DA was in the audience oh and his daughter was in the audience and ah. so he had me arrested so they they kind of detained me and yeah we got arrested. Got arrested in um, Olympia, Washington, one time. Really? Yeah. That it seems like a, a long shot because it's such like a liberal place. Very liberal. What very hippified. Was it because it wasn't a feminist display of genitalia or something? like well, that? Well, no. It was. We were, <laughs> we, were, we were in the van, parked parked in the van next to the venue, under the like the drive-through of a bank where that was closed on the weekend or whatever. And we had just gotten a 12-pack or a case or something. We were just cracking them open. And this bicycle cop came up, and he goes, uh, well, Hey, what are you doing? And I said, Having some beers. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he talked. To, he, he, he poured the beer out and got on his radio and said, I need transport for three downtown. Oh, no way. I was way. going, Are you kidding me? You're arresting us? And he arrested three of us. And for, takes you in. Yeah. Yeah, handcuffed and everything. Wow. And um, it was so funny because at that point I thought, okay, I, I get it. You're, so you're an asshole. And I told him that his legs looked really nice <laughs> because, because of all that exercise that he gets. And do you, do you shave all the way to your crotch? And and then... When, that always helps. <laughs> we were that's, at a, the, that's what they want to hear. We were at the, the station and this, God, the guy fingerprinting us was this ancient motherfucker. He looked as 120 years old probably. And uh, I was farting the whole time <laughs> we were doing the paperwork. <laughs> and there was another kid, a kid that got arrested. It was really funny. He was wearing um, um, a public enemy shirt, you know, <laughs> or a fuck the police shirt or whatever. It's just really funny to see this, like, 15-year-old kid in there with the fuck, fuck the police <laughs> yeah. shirt. And, Did he get arrested for that, I wonder? That probably didn't help. I, us yeah, I, I doubt that helped. Actually, now like right when you started telling your story, I remembered that I've gotten arrested in Olympia too before. Really? Uh, yeah, but this was like a total bullshit thing. Like I was, I was in town with this band, the Rondells. Like we, were, I was barely twenty one. They were like twenty, and uh, I had bought some beer and was like walking down the alley with it. And I was like tying my shoe, and I handed one of the beers to one of the girls to hold on to while I tied my shoe. 
and this guy came out of the shadows and was like, let me see your IDs. And got carded, and I was 21, obviously, like, got, like, contributing to the delinquency of people my own age ticket, even though they were, like, three months younger than me. Oh, my God. And we had to, like, you know what I mean? We had to go to court, like, the next day or two days later, and, like, the judge was just like, this is, this is bullshit, like, for the heinous crime of... Yeah, that, that is handing ridiculous. a beer to somebody, uh, you guys. But we still had to pay like fines, like two hundred fifty dollars, which at like that age was not. That was like a month. That's a of lot rent. of money. Yeah. That was a month of rent. Yeah, this was nineteen oh two. You mentioned the court date when I got arrested. Uh, the the Lollapalooza thing, I had a court date so many months later, and uh, because my name is Yao, I was like the end of the line. Oh fuck! And case after case after case after case was domestic violence, where these rednecks are beating up their wives and shit. And so it's just no big deal, whatever. Next, you know, next. Yeah. And then finally they go, Yao, publicly and knowingly um, exposing himself in public. You know, oh, his private parts. Private parts is a legal term. <laughs> exposing his private parts and. And everybody in there looked at me like I was, you know, Hitler. Oh yeah, they're like, we're, they're assuming you're like in you a school. You cock. <laughs> yeah, they <Damn>. say. <laughs> Get up, bitch. Dude, that's the kind of thing that always terrifies me. Because if you like are drunk and like take a piss outside, like two blocks away from like an elementary school, you yeah, like yeah. end up on like Megan's Law. You know what I mean? And they're like, no, I'm not a sexual predator. I was a drunk who took a piss in a bush way far away from anyone seeing me. You know that cop show? <laughs> the, the, the Bad Boys, Bad Boys oh, show? Oh yeah, cops, yeah. I saw a Royal Canadian Mounted Police version of that. No way! It was, it was so good. Like they're in the, the well, they weren't on horseback, but they were in oh. their, their little car, <laughs> and they saw this guy taking a leak, and they pulled over, and they go like, "Hey, what are you doing, man?" Eh? And he goes, "Oh, just taking a whiz over here, officer." And he goes, "Oh, you can't do that in public, there, you know." He and he said he, he, that he would just come back from a hockey game. And the cops are like, oh, yeah, who played, huh? <laughs> and, oh, what was, this? was it a good game? Oh, nice, yeah. And then, and then they let the guy go and no say, you, you can't, don't be peeing out in public there and have a nice day. I love that kind of law. <laughs> That's <laughs> Canadian, how law should Canadian be. Cops Canadian like, law. Oh, sure. Oh, you need a bottle opener? No problem, me. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> you ever watch Trailer Park Boys? You ever seen that show? I haven't. You got to get into it. It's all on Netflix. I'll put that on my list. You got to watch. I know. I'm giving Trailer you all Park these Boys. TV things to watch. <laughs> yeah, I'd recommend that more than Nashville, but it is fun to watch. Trailer if, Park Boys? Yeah, it is. It's really good. Got it. It's a, it's a funny ass, really good. There's like seven seasons of it, Canadian Canadian masterpiece. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 It's well, like, that's where all the funny people come from. I mean, you were practically Canadian. Yeah, I mean, yeah, really like, close. Yeah. <laughs> you lived close to Canada for a while. I did. Yeah, Chicago. Yeah. Were you yeah. outside of Chicago? Was that like Evanston? Were you, or you were like different? Well, I, I lived in Chicago for several years and then bought a house in northwest Indiana. Okay. About 50 miles south of Chicago. Not by Gary? Yeah, south of... Beautiful Gary. Yeah, dude, Gary is terrifying. I know. It's such a drag, too. Like, what, the music man? Uh, where they've got, oh, like, yeah. a, Gary, Indiana, Indiana. Gary, Indiana. <laughs> man, when my mom saw Gary, she was just so disillusioned. <laughs> I, I think she cried, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this is like a flaming <laughs> yeah. smoke tower, like, foreboding fucking yeah. Lord of the Rings, but, like, industrial <laughs> thing going on. There's, like... Always two feet of water in the streets. I feel like if you yeah. drive through, you're yeah. like, I don't. This might ruin my car. I feel like that's how people end up there. They Every, drive through their car purple. stalls out, yeah. and they have to sell it. But you can trade it for a house. But then you have to like run a barbecue shop or something like. <laughs> <laughs> 
but the Jackson's house is pretty amazing. I still like try to swing by every few tours. And, really? Yeah, you can like if you just like look it up online, you can go to the house, the childhood home of like Michael Jackson. But like it's tiny. It's like it's the smallest house you've ever seen. There's like ten people lived in there. It's like crazy. There's like the size a monument. Of a coffee there. mug. Like literally, yeah. I just did the coffee mug, but it's like literally like the size of two of these rooms. Like yeah. ten people grew up there. I mean, that's yeah, the that's Jackson why. Ten and Ben yeah. and Ben number eleven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the rat. He was yeah. a rat. <laughs> yeah, not Ben Jackson. Willard was in the back house. <laughs> Crispin Glover showed yeah. up sometimes. Just <laughs> 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 he kicked people. <laughs> are you doing any music stuff now? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you thinking about? Are you? Have you? Have you done it? Kind of done. I think. Um, yeah. I just uh, talked to Matt and Paul. I went over to their practice space the other day. Yeah, about qui, qui things. Yeah, qui stuff, which is the first three letter. You're qui et, please. Yeah. Qui, please. Um, <coughs> qui, qui, please. They've uh, qui has sort of reformed, and they've uh, got a bunch of new stuff. And I think I'm probably gonna uh, do a couple of songs that we never finished. Okay. But as far as being a real full-time member, no. Yeah, you don't want to go on. No. And they've got a show, I think, coming up on the 28th, um, and I'm going to do a couple songs with them. But That's I awesome. Don't, I don't really have the desire anymore. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you've got, like, I mean, do you have any more art shows coming up? Like, uh, I, mean, I know you, you did That's, a big gallery exhibition. Recently. Yeah, there's um, uh, the old band, The Girls Against Boys, uh, are curating some sort of thing in France. Sweet. And... Um, uh, at the beginning of next year, and I'm going to have an art show at that. Dude. Uh, I don't know what it's called or where it is. Yeah, that's cool. But I'm sure it'll be great. David Yao in France. In France. Dude, yeah, you can wear your... I like I like your artist look that me and, me and Ringhoff made you, <laughs> made you do for your last opening. <laughs> yeah. The old turtleneck and beret. Yes, indeed. I feel like in France, people might just think you're making fun of them. I, or they just might think I'm French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know which is worse. Yeah. I don't know. So, that was the most... That was like the most good old boy thing to say. What's worse... <laughs> what, what, what being being French Freedom. Or, be, or being mistaken for French? I don't know. By the French, I don't know. It's good to be. It's good to be accepted as one, as one of them. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> They're all rude. Yeah, they stink. <laughs> <laughs> you know that this is a predominantly French podcast. Al Mal, Al Mal, Super Special. Quiet, <laughs> please. Shut up, you mouth, our fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I think we should take a break, and when we come back, let's play a game. Oh, I think that's wonderful. Excellent. Earwolf hoodies, show T-shirts, posters, paper people, digital downloads. Our holiday store is full of awesome swag for the Earwolf fan in your life, which is probably you. So we've got tons of great new items to put on your wish list this holiday season. Plus, these items make cool gifts for your friends and family, you know. And we have a new product that we're super excited about, a 2013 Earwolf calendar. Each month features graphics and quotes from your favorite Earwolf shows, including Nocturnal Emotions. This one, it's a must-have for your office, home, or anywhere else where you need to know the date, which is everywhere. So uh, head to Earwolf.com, start your shopping, commerce. So uh, we're back. Hi. Hi, David. Hi, it was it was great uh, going out to the mall with you on this break and just doing a little window shopping. Holding hands with you, Sean, kept me warm. <laughs> Thanks for the ice cream cone. You're welcome. <laughs> so uh, let's play Let Me Ruin Your Favorite Song. 
All right. Um, what song do you think you'd like me to try to ruin? Mm. Some Led Zeppelin song. Yeah? Yeah, let's do it. Because I was just talking to a friend the other day saying that I think uh, that uh, I thought that uh, Robert Plant was the weak link in Led Zeppelin anyway. Yeah? Yeah. I think Lyr- John lyrically. Fogarty should have sang for Yeah? Something. Just maybe written the lyrics. Yeah. What song would you like to focus on? Uh, Black Dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, the, that's the one that's like... Uh, Black dog singing in the dead of night. <laughs> Take this can of food and learn to sing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Is that right? Am I right? <laughs> well, let's listen to a bit of Black Dog and remind ourselves what the actual song is for a second. So we're back with Black Dog. Um, okay, so lyrically, you know what I mean? This, it's kind of like, it, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. I mean, it's like a lot of, lot of oh yeah. Yeah. He's a lot of oh yang, but um, you know, like he says, hey mama, so the way you move, gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. You know what I mean? Like, do you think he's trying, he's trying to take credit for the way she's moving and how she's sweating and grooving? Like, he's like, I'm gonna make you sweat? Or is it like the way that she's moving is going to make her sweat and make her groove. Well, first off, I think he's talking about a dude. Oh, okay. Okay, so he's talking about a dude. <laughs> His name is Mama. His name is Mama. He's a big biker. He's the, the head of a... He's the... It's supposed to be Harmar. Hey, Harmar. <laughs> it was. That's, I mean, that's the way I take it, but I mean, that would just make the song a thousand times better. That would. If it was, hey, Harmar, said the way you move. <laughs> um... <laughs> So if this is a dude that's gonna make he's gonna make sweat and make groove, that's cool. Uh, but like um, when he says, "Hey baby, when you walk that way, watch your honey drip can't keep away." I mean, I feel like that's like uh, that's some like borderline illegal shit going on there. If he's yeah. like fucking dripping honey off a yeah. baby, <laughs> and and he can't keep away from it because it's just such sweet candy. 
uh, I don't even know what to say. I mean, yeah, like a, a little eighteen-month-old honey-covered baby. Baby. It's, it's reprehensible. Yeah. I mean, I feel like. I mean, I guess. I guess in the seventies, he got away with certain things, Plant. being a rock and roller. Yeah. 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 Um, he's got a flaming heart. He can't get his fill. Eyes that shine burn, re- burning red. Dreams of you all through my head. That's like the sty I've got right now because I <laughs> didn't wash my hands after I pooped. <laughs> I think that's what he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> do you have heartburn too? Do you have a flaming heart? <laughs> you, you're eating a lot lately. Yeah. You can't get your fill. That'll be a good ad for Tums. <laughs> Tums or Rolaids, you know? Hello, I'm Robert Plant. Here to talk to you about Tums. Make sure you wash your hands when you go to the loo. <laughs> <laughs> well, he gets down into. Uh, you know, he spent his money. She spent his money, or he spent yeah. Robert Plant's money. He took his car, starting telling telling his friends that he's going to be a star. See, it's a, another Harmar thing. It's a yeah. superstar. I know. It's yeah. like he can't, he's kind of obsessed with me at this point. <laughs> and, uh, but then I'm kind of offended when he calls me a big-legged woman <laughs> and that I have no soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, but, but he's not taking responsibility. He says he he doesn't know, but he's been told. Yeah, a big legged woman ain't got no soul. That's and who true. told him that? By the way, that's like some false information. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't judge a woman's soul or soullessness by the size of her legs. I mean, what the fuck? <clears throat> yeah, what is that? I mean, that just rules out like every high school volleyball she's, player and softball yeah, player. She's probably a tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> she's does athletic. Give her a, a high break. jump. You know. I mean, come on. Mm. And then he just says, like, he, he ends the song saying, ah, 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 I like seeing these lyrics printed out. I think that's misspelled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he goes, ah, 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 And that's just like when he's having a stroke at the end. So nobody noticed that in the studio. He didn't have use of his arm for like two months afterwards, and he played it off pretty well. And he just like let them go with it because he didn't want to do the take again because it was so painful. <laughs> Where was Mama then? Yeah. Mama didn't scoop him up into his arms at that point. She's no help whatsoever. Yeah, well, it was probably at that point, like, maybe, maybe that was just like a bunch of pain because Mama came in, came in and, and heard him dissing his big legs. <laughs> so he's just like, ah, 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 and he doesn't, re- he doesn't register pain the same way as other people do. So each one's just a punch. <laughs> Each one's just a punch yeah. to the stomach. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, yeah, now I'm going to think about that song in a totally different way. I like how you flipped it for me. Me too. That's particularly the part about the can of food. <laughs> <laughs> take this can of food. And take this can of food and learn to eat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All your food. Oh man, I want to see you on like Broadway. I think I want to see everyone on Broadway, but I think it's particularly. Well, it's only hilarious. a couple blocks from here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we could walk. You go down there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you were to be like in a Broadway production, if you were to be in charge of one, what story would you like to take there and make it like a fucking horrible musical? Um, I think uh, cops in Olympia. 
Yeah. <laughs> Olympia cops. Olympia cops. Yeah. <laughs> Olympia cops are getting a fight with Canadian cops. <laughs> but somehow they meet Led Zeppelin. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but Led Zeppelin is actually the Jackson 10. <laughs> <laughs> or they were like un undead Lebsen. Un undead Zeppelin. Un undead Lebsen. I don't know what that, what that is. <laughs> it's a, a Lebanese band. Yeah. Lesbian Lebanese. <laughs> That's that would that probably happened in Olympia at some point. Probably or that's probably yeah yeah or certainly in Eugene. Oh my god, that's sure. where that's that still from. happening. Yeah. I, yeah. I love Eugene. You, uh, I mean, I've yeah. only I like gone him there too. for a long time. <laughs> He's great. He's wonderful. <laughs> we call him Gene. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, thanks for dropping by the show. David. Hey, I'm glad I stumbled in. I love, yeah. Thanks for stumbling on in. Uh, come back sometime. Let's do some okay. more weird stuff. How often do these do these happen? They come out every week. Every Earwolf. week? Yep. Dear Lord God. Once a week. You're going to run out of people. I know. There's not enough people. Uh, I'm going to run out of people at some uh, point. Definitely. Well, clearly. <laughs> Shut Hi. up. No, you're here. You're in the beginning, man. You're, in the, you're here because we love you. Oh, now stop. You can hear everyone. Everyone at home is clapping. Eugene. For, everyone at home is clapping for you right yeah, now. That's, they're not, that's not clapping. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. That's right, <laughs> well, because you got that voice. Just do a little low rumble for him at home. Mm. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, I heard a children's joke yesterday. Oh, yeah. Let's hear that. Let's end the show with the children's joke, please. Okay. Um, what did Batman say to Robin right before they got in the car? <laughs> I don't know. Get in the car. Oh, my God. Isn't that funny? No. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Is that the one you tell the kids? No, that's... That's yes. like a, that's yes. a good uncle joke. <laughs> I tell babies that joke. <laughs> After you cover them in honey. And there's another another one. Can I do one yes, more? Yes, yes, okay. please. Um, Redeem. If, yeah, this was told to me by an old... Uh, that Jeff Lewis I was talking about, the old guy in the movie. Yeah. Um, uh, if we had some bacon, we could have bacon and eggs if we had some eggs. <laughs> I'm into that one. Yeah. That just sounds like a crazy person forgetting what's going on. <laughs> thanks for stopping by, dude. No problem. That's the best. All right, thanks. David Yao, everybody. Oh, thank you so much for coming in, David. That was a pleasure to chat with you. Uh, I can't wait to do it again. Everybody out there, um, if you want to get some, uh, some, some David Yao in your life, you know, go pick up an old album by the Jesus Lizard, by Scratch Acid. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's some amazing shit. It's, uh, it's, it's, and the sound is, is very quintessential 90s, you know, and I feel like I'm just preaching to the choir if you're listening to this, but uh, so, so good. And that sound is coming back. It's coming back right now with bands like Mets, and God, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to ramble on about it further, but just check it out. Uh, and if you want a little more, uh, if you want some artwork of David's, go to getfaced.net, getfaced.net, and uh, he'll make a line drawing of pretty much whatever you send in um, with his interpretation. Maybe it's a great holiday gift idea for the David Yao fan in your life, or just yourself. Treat yourself. Uh, if you want to find me this week, I will be at Sexy Brunch at Black Market on Saturday from noon to four. Uh, just DJing soft rock while you eat your eggs. It's pretty fun. I enjoy it. Get a little drunk. Maybe go see a movie afterwards. 
That's the whole thing. That's all you got to do. It's the only commitment is to have a good time. <laughs> Other than that, uh, next week, Mae Whitman will be in. I love her. A good friend of mine. She, uh, she is an actress all over the place. You probably know her from the show Parenthood. Uh, or as Anne Veal on Arrested Development, one of the greatest characters of all time. So get ready for that. Until then, have a great week, and uh, I will check you later. This is Harmar Superstar, Nocturnal Emotions, out. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf Radio. Boom. Com. The Wolf Dead. <laughs>